0: Yo, it's Julian on the Brown Note and a review of F9. (laughs) Their naming structure of the Fast and the Furious films is a continual delight, as in what machination will they use now? I still think Too Fast, Too Furious is definitely the winner. That was amazing. Um, As as with Jason Statham and Lee and Neeson movies, uh, my high-quality filmography knows no bounds. uh, I'm also an aficionado of the Fast films. Now very much like the Mission Impossible films these came alive at the halfway stage and looking back it shone a, a bigger light on those early films which I regard as very guilty pleasures so with, with Mission Impossible 4 really exploded and now people look back as 3 has been a bit of a uh, maybe a near classic although the first two are rubbish with fast and the furious the first film is actually really good it's it's just got every element that they needed in the franchise in its purest form you're never going to get as car based or a, a, as as close to the template without all of the world saving elements and uh, it took them a long time to get back to that original group of people and that original ethos because two was um, just uh paul was the only guy from the first film though tyrese gibson appeared and three tokyo drift was the worst of the bunch uh, the runt of the litter on every level and it was with four that they started to come back it wasn't a great film but it had all of the elements he got the main crew back together van diesel appeared again um michelle rodriguez came back um jordana brewster came back but it was five that really took off suddenly the quality went from being an also ran high budget B-movie into an apex film like Mission Impossible 4, which was like absolutely state of the art, very tight, beautifully shot, absolutely superb action, Uh, some great additions to the cast, everything really shone well, Uh, and it remains the finest of the bunch. Since then, it's been a very gradual decline without any real disasters i love six i liked owen shaw they're really good uh they introduced um jason statham in seven um I, I think owen shaw's my favorite villain out of all of them uh so far um and by eight it was it was getting a little bit less uh we charlie Thron was wasn't used as much as i'd hoped she had would could be in the role of the villain van diesel probably gave his best performance in that sometimes he's been really hokey but um obviously seven was the one where paul's death overshadowed everything uh, and it took off again into the you know nearly two billion dollars but eight was a slight it was where the bombast of world saving sort of overwhelmed a lot of the individualistic sort of ethos of the fast and the furious world so they've come back with f9 and it's kind of like uh, it's almost that they're at either reboot or retread territory now because they can only save the world so many times they had to do something a bit different than just have a nemesis this time around Uh, and to be honest the main plot here isn't the star of the show it's another one of these MacGuffin plots where there's a device that will take over every computer on earth such a lame plot how many films have we seen this in fact how many fast and the furious films have we seen where there's the god's eye or something that will take over every computer on earth and is the most amazing weapon since the last amazing weapon which is rubbish uh, and could have consigned the whole film to the dustbin of history were it not for the fact that that is actually in the background as far as the movie goes. Because the movie exists this time around on much more interesting terrain. So we get the whole, everyone's gone and lived their nice life on a farm. But the Kurt Russell character is shown to be attacked. Uh, he's kid- He's actually managed to imprison Charlie Saron, the nemesis from the pre- previous movie, who escaped he's captured her and he's got some device and their plane is attacked and he apparently seems to have died if you watch the fast and the furious you know that there are two truisms about that universe if you're the villain in one movie you're the hero in the next how the hell does people like jason Statham and, and uh is it lewis shaw i can't remember what his name is how do they suddenly go from like killing and murdering loads of people to being their friends it's just bizarre and the other one is anyone that dies will come back because they've realized now that oh dear we didn't want to kill off all those really strong cast members um at the start we get the whole gang back together uh, van diesel and michelle rodriguez are living their life out in a farm and um they get the news from tyrese gibson's character that this has happened and they have to go to this island in the middle of central america that is run by a dictator and steal this device uh, which results in an epically long opening sequence of car chases and guns firing uh not very incredibly in some cases um and some pretty and some pretty ridiculously you you watch the films for how much they will push it on the stunts and the laws of physics and you get a couple of pretty decent ones the um car jumping off a cliff to be picked up by a stealth bomber magnet was pretty good um so that's the whole opening segment of it after that we realize that there is a new villain in town john cena you can't see him he is the new villain and he is van diesel's brother john cena nearly blew the whole thing up a couple of weeks ago by retracting himself calling Taiwan a country and being seen to kiss Chinese backside on a global scale and losing a lot of respect, that seems to have calmed down and it doesn't seem to have affected the response of the movie. He as uh, Van Diesel's brother is extremely fine, absolutely nothing wrong with him. Now this is why the plot is so completely irrelevant to this movie. This is all about rewarding fans and delving into backstory finally we get a huge chunk of this movie that touches on what van diesel talks about earlier on in the franchise history which is the death of his father on the racetrack how his father was killed by another driver who had acted badly though not illegally and caused him to crash and burn and how van diesel had then come across this guy at a later date and caved his head in with a metal spanner resulting in van diesel's prison sentence which we hear about very early on in the franchise we go through this from start to finish and there are loads of revelations along the way and it's done really well i actually bought it i thought some of the revelations in it were really really good Uh, the two actors they get to play who aren't van diesel and john cena uh, do a really good job and it was really interesting the way they recreate that whole daytona world and the revelations are pretty decent and that's what this film's about it's fan service in a decent way in that it expands on the backstories that have existed in previous movies and never really been touched on and were surprisingly ripe for development and the other thing is to bring back people and i won't spoil many of those as it will ruin the film it won't ruin the film but one who i will say is she appears quite early on and i have said paul walker died and that was bloody awful but i really really felt for jordana brewster because she got cut out of the franchise um because she was married to him so they had to be a married couple who had escaped that life and were never coming back And I always felt really sorry for her. I always really liked Jordana Brewster. She was a really good character. Um, And she existed in this world where she wasn't just... um, She wasn't just like a hard-kicking babe, even though this franchise has done amazingly well dealing with the, the objects of desire in a way that they're usually hugely competent at fighting and very intelligent and never background noise um but she was the sort of like almost like the mother figure in in the that didn't exist in any of those worlds um she comes back and they come up with a great way to bring her back which was the introduction of van diesel's brother van diesel's sister is jordana brewster so she comes back into the fold and it's a very welcome return um so this film is all about those other elements from the past it's a very gothic film because most of it is uh all about what happens in the past affecting the future and all of this rot about this weapon that is uh, you know going to take over every computer on earth is i didn't even pay it much lip service uh, There there is some very very wild stunts uh which are really good but the 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 soul of the movie for me was the backstories the backstories and the reintroduction of characters and the fact that that in again they found ways to actually broaden out stories that you sh- you wouldn't have thought that they could actually do uh, and i thought they did really well on the writing in this film i mean it's like they didn't bother writing a story they just allowed a story to frame all of the back stuff on uh, which was definitely the high point of the whole film there is a moment when they do jump the shark which is what we want from fast and furious films and that is when they send a car into space to do battle with a satellite yes that is exactly what we want (laughs) from these movies uh slight downsides again the main backs the main story of you know the villain isn't is not a a memorable one at all um not john cena the guy he works for isn't particularly memorable and charlie serran is again in the background far too much which is a bit of a shame and some of the um new people they've decided are front and center in the whole thing i'm not buying for some reason, the posh English girls I'm not buying. One of them is actually Japanese and has a connection to the Tokyo side of things, but she has an accent like she was educated at some international school based near Oxford University. Didn't really buy her, but I didn't quite like um, the English actress who was in, has been in the last couple. I'm just I'm going to find her name because uh, it's ridiculous. I can't okay natalie emmanuel she's been in a few of them now and i just didn't really buy her front and center she felt shoehorned in even her hair it was all a bit i can i kind of like the original guys um a lot more than some of the newbies that have come on board so they kind of annoyed me that they were like treated on an equal level now and i just didn't think they really deserved it i don't think she's acted very well in the films that she's in the fast films that she's been in either some really good stunts again very well shot and um it is it does feel a little bit like a new beginning when it was needed as if they'd have hung the whole film on this weapon storyline it would have been by far the worst since fast four instead you get lots of really juicy retro fast stuff Lots of really interesting emotional backstories and the characterizations widen out a lot. So I'm going to give this a very respectable and solid 7.5 out of 10 for F9, which is the new Fast and Furious film. Um, it it, is, it doesn't reach the heights of 5 and 6 and maybe not quite 7 either, but I think it is probably a more interesting film than 8 because it had... S- they haven't gone so much into the past before and it actually worked better than the main story so f9 a seven and a half out of ten from the feature album by wolf alice blue weekend how can i make it okay